Hmm. Welcome. Welcome to the podcast, everybody. Welcome to Down the Rabbit Hole with Omar and Gwen. Um, I don't know if y'all know this, but we are streaming this on uh, the platform YouTube. And now you can find us on Spotify. I'm so excited. I'm so I know. excited. <laughs> so guys, look us up. We're there. You can save us You can, on whether you're going on your way to work or whether you're on like a train you can always download the episode and you know that you're always with us and just hanging out yeah no i that that was a very proud moment the next step is if somebody had put in the request for for what is it itunes so i need to do a little bit more research for that and get that together and hopefully soon we can get that coordinated mm -hmm. but yeah mm -hmm. but if you want to download spotify please do <laughs> Hey, pod, wherever podcasts are sold, but currently it's just Spotify. I just feel like everyone has Spotify as opposed to Apple Music. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I I use Spotify quite a bit or YouTube, you know, music stream or anything like that. But yeah, that's about it. But no, that's really exciting for us. And yeah, so please, um, I think subscribe or follow to us on Spotify. Um, Cause we're hopes that maybe we get picked up by maybe like a sponsor. We need at least 50 subscribers and then that could happen. Squarespace yeah. or <laughs> um, what's another sponsor that we have on other podcasts? Spotify might want to, you know, sponsor. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I've heard like candle companies or like whatever kind of fits into that genre or maybe like even like the teachings that like I've seen like for uh, certain course classes for like a list of everything online. So yeah, mm -hmm. we would like sponsors. So yes, if you could support us in that way, that'd be awesome. <laughs> okay, if you guys would like to direct us to any sponsors, we are listening and we are very receptive because yes. we would love for, you know, a little, a little bit of a sponsorship. Who doesn't want that? Support your local mystic. Yes. Support, or yes. mystics. Mystics. Mystiques. Mystiques. Mystiques, <laughs> <laughs> But so today we wanted to talk about boundaries. Ba -ba I, told, <laughs> I told Omar um, we were going to talk about angels today, um, but we'll save it uh, for next pod. And I kind of feel like that's what's been coming up a lot lately. And I know that sounds like super mundane. But talking about boundaries, like still in the mundane sense of everyday life, and also in the magical sense and how important it is, because um, Omar and I, we've talked about like how important it is, like for he and I being healers, we are readers, there's a lot of people that are healers in the spiritual community and how important it is, because if we don't set those boundaries, like our cup is not going to be full and we and a lot of times, like for empaths, everybody can be empathic. I think more so now, a lot of people are more in tune and it's it's really kind of putting like a toll on our emotional stability, I guess is the appropriate term, mental health. And people don't understand that when boundaries are crossed, they might not mean to do it intentionally, but still respecting that from the other person. Like if they need time, give them the time. So I'm having issues that with that personally uh, in my private life. Um, and 
what sometimes what it kind of boils down to is that that defect in me is being the people pleaser. Like I always want to help. I always want to try to fix. And I'm still the one that like, you know, kind of gives like that two cents or like the the suggestion of somebody asks, like, what do I do? And it's like, you can't do anything. Like your side of the street is yours and whoever is coming into that, whatever they got, that's on their side. You don't have to fix anything or do anything because you get overly exhausted. Mm -hmm. And come to, as far as the, the magical sense of boundaries, um, not that it's not plausible, but you and I have talked a lot about in our practice to find good or bad. I pride myself in being a gray witch. Um, sometimes there might be people who probably in the program aspect, like in recovery, um, but again, I don't know everybody and how they practice, but for me personally, I try my best in using discernment when it comes magically on, you know, maybe bending the will of somebody or making them do something, or if I'm going to send out a curse or a hex, which I don't do often. But the boundary of somebody placing magic on you in that sense, just for the hell of it or any reason, but the boundaries we set up, we're always protecting ourselves, and I always think that's, like, the, the most important first thing to learn when you're practicing magic, so is protecting yourself. I mean, you're not going to be able to protect everything. You have, we talked about it, like, in the last pod. We have wards in our home. We could carry, like, protective pieces, put on our oils and everything, but we're still going to miss something. We're still going to mm -hmm. miss something. And I truly feel that if you are cursed or hexed or have an inkling feeling, as soon as it sits in your mind, you're giving it that power over you, and therefore you've dropped the boundary. And you're making yourself believe, well, I got hit. Yeah, you got hit, but you're giving it more power over you when it probably doesn't have as much oomph as it really could. So, yeah, but that is our topic for today. What would you like to add? <laughs> oh, no, I was going to get right into it because I was going to yeah. say, um, speaking of protection and speaking rather on the subject of, I mean, a lot of us would like to be of service and help everybody in, in, in any way we can. Mm -hmm. But my sense on having better boundaries so that I can not only love myself better and love the ones around me better because I know that you know we want to rescue sometimes you want to be able to like be there for someone we want to be dependable we want to be these people that um not that we're all superheroes and we like you know we do it for the acknowledgement but rather just to lessen the the pain and suffering on somebody else but when it really comes down to it being really serious is that like sometimes we often cross our own boundaries and allow others to keep doing that and keep doing that and keep doing that and we're not respecting ourselves as much as we would like to believe and we're not also allowing others to also grow in their own like you know in their own spiritual path or even with their own boundaries and no one's calling it out 
And sometimes it's very important to tell and have an open conversation with, you know, with love and an understanding and compassion, knowing that like, hey, you know what, that like, this really hurts me when you actually cross this boundary, because although I may not express how it feels, and although it's not that I don't love you any less it's just that I have to love myself a little more because it all you know at the same time it all stems from some place you know I feel like um some I was talking to someone and they told me how they when they were growing up they didn't have a lot of money and their, their parents struggled to put food on the table and it was always like well it's either you know their younger sibling was going to eat and they weren't and so they were always trying to like help um you know feeding their sibling or helping someone else when it came time to help themselves it's, they felt they were undeserving of a food or they felt like they were so undeserving to to ask for things and that's how we sort of like go back turn our backs on ourselves when we don't necessarily pay attention to like wait is this ingrained in my like upbringing or is this sort of like how I've learned how to survive and if we're learning just survival and you know helping everybody else but you're not helping yourself then how do you expect to grow and how do you expect to break those like those cycles of boundaries mm -hmm. yeah. and for me I know that I mean you're a Capricorn rising I'm a Virgo rising. You have a sun uh, in Capricorn, so it's in the first house. Mm -hmm. I'm also a Virgo moon and rising. Um, but knowing that we have strong, like, earth energy, it doesn't necessarily mean that, like, although we look, and I feel like perhaps we've also, you and I, um, you know, not separately, but not to also together as well, that folks look at us as like, oh, they can help me. But it's also allowing that, like, if you do help that person, it's also allowing that cycle to continue and never really, like, learn the lesson from. Yeah. So it really comes down to, like, yes, I believe I am dependable. I am willing to help. But also, when is enough? Yeah, because at some point, it, it's like we have to put the boundaries or barriers on ourselves is what I've noticed. Mm probably like in the last several months, kind of like in deep reflection, like I have to be observant of my behavior when I'm going and helping. What am I willing to put in? What am I willing to give? And if there's no expectation in return. And if I start to feel resentful, I still have to look at my part and be like, okay, well, my part is, is that I'm starting to feel resentful because I'm putting all this extra effort in, you know, because I was willing to do that and, uh, and being of service or whatever, because it makes me feel good. But, and at the same time, when we do these things, it's kind of like the puff of the ego where we're just like, and that's like very much human for all of us. It doesn't matter. like if we are earth dominant or not, but like, but I kind of feel like in the sense with like, um, with like earth signs, it, it is because we are grounded. It's kind of like, because we are of the earth and we're just, and when we think of earth, we think of stability 
material things, safety. And so it's like, this makes me feel good. Like I did a job well done. And it's like, so we keep doing it to feed the ego. But then at some point, it's kind of like, there's something screaming, like you've done way too much. If you're thinking this person's being ungrateful or they're just expecting you to do it, I still have to like go back and reflect and being like, crap, I let one of my boundaries down. You know what I mean? And overexerting. And I do that all the time, all the time. And it's, it's a slippery slope, you know, and, and it kind of falls back as maybe like in a magical sense too, like that's still protection, you know, it's kind of like, you're still going to miss something. Um, maybe it's a family member that, you know, you're, you just love them to pieces. And so they ask. And so it's just like, well, I love the crap out of this person, you know, yes, I'm going to do it. But you know, that you have so much on your plate that it's like, why did I just let my guard down and just say no? <laughs> Does that, I mean, <laughs> listen, it's listen, so listen. relatable. <laughs> listen, I, as a Gemini sun and as a, as a Gemini moon over here, I think we like, we're very yes people. We're like, yes. But then when it actually comes to, down to actually get ready to do it, you're like, oh, I kind of want to cancel or I kind of don't want to help you. Like, it's not great in the moment, but, huh. And then also, if you don't want to do it, then how do you like, do you continue saying yes and yes and yes and yes? And when do you learn your lesson when you're like, well, I could have used that time to relax or, you know, I could do this as once, but then I think I appreciate my help. One, because mm -hmm. sometimes you do it just for the love because you want to be there. But sometimes you know that I can't be doing this all the time out of love because it's not that like you're asking for something in return, but it's also knowing that hey, you also have needs. And not saying that every time that we go out of our way we are always expecting something I think it's really important to know that like when we are going to help someone just do it for this for the for the sake of like not having any expectations or knowing it will come back because I feel like most of the time when uh, folks as ourselves we view life in a very um altruistic way and I feel sometimes that might translate to others as they have it so well so like you know they might help me or you know hey they look like they're really good right now and you know they wouldn't mind helping me and it's like well I'm not saying that all these good deeds that I've done for others is a reason why I always have help when I need it but I'm also saying like when someone tries to pay me back after I've helped them I always remind them don't pay me back Mm -hmm. And if you would like to, that's fine. But in reality, go be that person that I was to you for someone else. Because mm -hmm. oftentimes people are so quick to mm -hmm. ask for help, but never plant a seed, never go to the ends of the earth to help someone else. And we also have to realize, well, what are, what are we also teaching them? Like, you know, not indirectly. Yeah. There's a lot of takers out there. There's a lot of people that want to take from you. But it's important to, you know, again, practice boundaries because 
when when is the you know what how many times are you going to say yes how many times are people going to take and take and take and take and take where you don't feel like you have anything left for yourself and then you feel bad because you're upset you're flustered you're stressed out you went to go you know you were wonder woman for the day and then when it comes down to you it's hard for for even oneself to ask for the same help because you know they're not capable of helping you the same way yeah no I always yeah I I I guess even for being a witch I didn't want to bring up the fact that no is the most magical word also that you could ever use (laughs) it is I had a lot of the hard way. I was like, yes, I can do that. Yes, I'll be there. But then hmm, saying no. It's it's almost like it's like a shame word. But then when we get used to doing it, it's like it's a very empowering word. It's like, no, I will not do this, you know, and um, and that's what I have appreciated along this journey is that magical practitioner, occultist, witch, however you want to identify, or 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 just human, but um, or just a person in general. But um I mean it's so important because no is still a boundary. And mm-hmm. that's why I said it is a magical word. And it might be the hardest or toughest thing, but it still helps and empowers you in your sovereignty. It makes us sovereign. And um, and not to get into this to get like political or anything, but we're seeing it everywhere. I know with California and stuff and as far as like the vaccine and like our body, our choice, you know, and and it's 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 the same thing. Like it's when people are saying, no, I don't want to do this. It is still crossing a boundary with other people, you know, and it's kind of like, there shouldn't really have to be like this division where it should just be, I respect where you're coming from and what your choices are versus having to impose them on someone, you know? And, um, but I mean, not to get like political on it, but that's just like my stance on it. And yeah, I just, but I'm, I'm noticing that with boundaries everywhere along with this, even like outside of just like personally, magically, this is like globally. And so, yeah, it's, it's been, that that's just what it seems like. It's just the reoccurring theme lately. And like, I don't know. I mean, I guess it's kind of like helping me vent this out a little bit (laughs) with just like with family stuff and um, and and stuff that I've got going on here. And then, you know, and and then when I was looking at my magical workings, I was like, you know, this is this is for me as far as which perspective. This is what empowers me to feel like I have some sort of set of control and where I can maybe control and manipulate the current circumstances with what I know that, with what I have and what I got and calling on assistance, 
And knowing that I am strong enough powerfully to do this for me. And so say if I am putting up protections for myself, which I do all the time, um, it is to ensure that if there's somebody who's trying to take energy from me, energy vampires or anything like that, that I'm not really losing anything in the process. And mm -hmm. um, so, and, and that's why it's just so important, but it was the, the thing that was getting to me as far as the magical sense is people just doing, you know, I mean, granted, if you send evil eye to somebody, it's just kind of like, hey, I like that shirt. There, People will say there's like that sense of envy behind it. And because sometimes people do like the things that you got and they want to get it too. And so it's kind of, they, they're not trying to get evil eye, but they still are. Mm -hmm. So that's one, you know, that's one thing you can't really protect yourself unless you're wearing evil eye or whatever, or returning the sender. But there are a lot of people that are of malicious intent and they could want just to try to do things just to screw with you and cross a boundary. Sorry. But, uh, oh no, you're fine. But I, I what? I want to no. I, I want you to finish. I just I was on Twitter yesterday. Yeah. And, and Astro Astro Twitter was like exploding because Beyonce was talking about how she was a Virgo, mm -hmm. and it's kind of tying to what we're talking about. And I related because I was just like, I do that. <laughs> If I can find the quote for you, because I want to, I want to read it to you. Oh yes, please do, please do. She said, "Those who don't know me and have never met me might interpret that being closed that as being closed off." Mm -hmm. Hold on, those who don't know me and have never met me might interpret that as being closed off. Trust. The reason these folks don't see certain things about me is because my Virgo ass does not want them to see it. It's not because it doesn't exist. And then I started thinking and I was like, wow, I relate to that because Big time. Um, I only show you what I want you to know. But there's always those like folks that just ask questions. And it's like, at that point, I'm like, okay, you know what? You're asking too many questions. You're asking me to help you. And... Or you're asking too much of me, so now I'm just gonna troll you because Gemini needs to just needs to fuck around with you, and I'm gonna do it. But nonetheless, I related to that because I'm like, yeah, no, I I I'm very very extroverted, and as are you sometimes. Yes. I mean, we both bound both you know yeah. back and forth, but nonetheless, um, just because I'm quiet doesn't necessarily mean that I'm not present i'm just protecting myself because i i don't want to be approached i don't want to help you i know i look like i'm like ready to help anybody but if you don't catch me being extroverted one day at a party it's because i'm not interested in knowing your life story because there are those people that meet you and you're like oh my god let me tell you my life story and then how do you think you can help me did you know why my boyfriend broke up with me? Jesus, just the reason. 
and then you're doing emotional work and you're like, I can't even have fun. And you, you listen, but you don't want to be that person that's rude and tell them, hey, listen, I didn't come for this. I don't care. (laughs) I don't give a shit. I just don't care. Yeah. Yeah. And it's because it's like, is I will never forget like the greatest piece of advice that I got in early sobriety was it's like, how important is it really? Because if it, if I'm going to be, and, and it's even like with stuff going on in my life, it applies to everybody. And it's like, if I'm going to let one little thing or whatever this is, like control every single aspect of my life, whether it's like a resentment or something happened or somebody said something or this person's doing something to me, I'm giving power away. I'm Mm. giving it the control over me. And Mm. when it's kind of like I could be putting the energy and time into something else or doing something of betterment for myself, learning something for myself or whatever, instead of, and, and, and reclaiming the empowerment back. And the, the first thing, if I'm going to give power over that situation, I, I drop the boundary and then I'm defenseless. Like I can't do a single thing about it. You know what I mean? And there's no way I can fix it. So it automatically puts me like in a vulnerable position. So again, that still applies to mundane and it still applies magically. And um, there was something else that I was going to say, but it'll come back. I can't remember. But anyhow, but I loved saying. <laughs> but yes, definitely. Oh, I, I got it back now. Thank you. It was the Beyonce moment. Um I have been feeling like I've been, I'm in a place right now, and I've talked to you about this, like, uh, offline, but uh, how I feel like this is, like, a new person that I'm trying to get to know, and yes, there's times where I feel very off-putting, and people might sense that for me, but it's like, you're right, I don't want you reading my energy, I don't know what you're going to do with my business, and that is me putting defenses up. And if you don't like it or accept those boundaries, like that's not my problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, I agree. I agree. Yeah. No, I agree because I feel like the more that we rise in our own sovereignty, sovereignty, and the more that we rise um, spiritually, emotionally, and we choose to tackle on our own, our own things. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like we already set a boundary with everyone else as to like, listen, I, I love you, but I really love myself more. Mm-hmm. And um, I feel like the reason why when one is rising so, so high, not like, I mean, I'm not going to quantify the time, but yeah. when one is rising, um, obviously when you're rising, when you're getting up, when you're on a mountain, like the hermit card, everyone's looking at you and they're asking, well, how do I do that? How, and you can't come down to the mountain and give everyone specific instructions. Like, okay, I know this is your, this is how much you can emotionally take on and this is what you're going to do. No, no, we're not doing that. 
let me give you the tools. Because how many like um, healers do we healers do we know that often like cross their boundaries as to like what does this mean? Did you Google it? Did you try sitting down with yourself? Have you tried of uh, quieting your mind? Because I'm gonna guarantee you, there's a lot of people that ask these spiritual teachers or just people that you know want to know how they can like better their life how can i remove fear well i'm going to tell you one thing meditate quiet your mind and see what you can do for yourself first before you ask anybody else because in reality that's how one grows yeah absolutely absolutely you give them the tools and like again like there's a lot of fake there's a lot of fake healers out there that are like tell you a whole bunch of things so like here this is what you're gonna know the no one in this life is going to be your guru no one is going to be your healer because when you think that way you're putting that person on a pedestal mm -hmm. and i believe it is my personal belief that you are your own guru you know what's best for you you know what you can and can't do mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so that you can be able to rise so you can um inspire others yeah and i'm glad you brought that up that point because for us being healers we're still doing the work all the time if there is somebody that is saying that I have found the answer and I'm sitting in um, like, that's all crap. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> they, like they're, they don't have to do the work anymore and be done. No, there's always things that we are always having to look at ourselves and work on. And even things that we thought that we've worked through, put away, they still rear their ugly heads in many different forms. And it's still, like you said, a lesson is to be learned out of this. And, um, and I, I had talked about this with someone the other day that sometimes for us as healers, I know, I feel like I've, I've been kind of here and there, but I haven't been on social media very much and I'm posting the podcast and everything. But sometimes we do have to put up those boundaries. I, I, you're laughing. You're like, I know I can relate. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I haven't been online for the longest time, but I know what you're going. I know where you're going. Yeah, because sometimes we do need to take like those, um, I guess it's kind of like social media sabbaticals or turning off the phone or the TV or whatever it is, because it's just so much and we really have to sit with ourselves and reflect and kind of reboot ourselves to kind of get back in and be able to I guess in that time of reflection or going through that period of whatever we're going through we're processing I guess what we're trying to heal at that time or trying to regain that momentum and strength back in order to be of service out to the community because mm -hmm. if I don't continue to work on myself I will not be of use to anybody 